Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded and expects to hit 6 million listens by the end of July 2023. We're celebrating this success by recognizing those who have shared the journey with us and giving them the opportunity to contribute to the ongoing success of the shows. By buying a paper copy of the Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a donation to help the ongoing running costs, members of the international Italian wine community will be given the chance to nominate future guests and even enter a prize draw to have lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. To find out more, visit us at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin! Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. I'm Cynthia Chaplin, and this is Voices. Every Wednesday, I will be sharing conversations with international wine industry professionals, discussing issues in diversity, equity, and inclusion through their personal experiences working in the field of wine. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate our show wherever you get your pods. Hello, and welcome to Voices. This is me, Cynthia Chaplin, and today I'm very happy to have Robert Maggi with me. Robert was a recent via student in London last summer in 2022, where he successfully passed our rigorous exam and became an Italian wine ambassador. And this year in 2023 at Five Star Wine and Wine Without Walls, Robert was a judge for part of our judging panels. And he is the owner of Wines, Vines and Cardiff, where he kindly hosted myself and Stevie Kim and our team for the Vinitaly Roadshow, just in the run-up to the months before Vinitaly Wine and Spirits Exhibition here in Verona. So welcome to the show, Robert. It's great to chat with you today. Well, how's it going for you? I know uh, when I was in Cardiff with you, must have been February time, things were going great as our new Italian wine ambassador. You've got your shop up and running. I know you're working with a lot of importers, um, and you were so great at bringing Italian wine to Cardiff. Fill us in. What are you doing these days? Yeah, always, always busy, uh, which is which is good. We like that, and it, it was a pleasure to have you in uh, back in February. Really happy that we actually made it happen. Um, a lot of the times, I felt you know these events would stop in London, uh, so it was great to, to to actually get you guys coming to Cardiff and for you to to explore, you know, the the city and I guess the new area of the UK. Yeah, there's there's a lot. To be done uh, when it comes to, to wine. Actually, we're, we're really busy with uh, the organization of our big event, the Cardiff Wine Festival, to be the second edition. Well, you did a great job. And I think um, both Stevie and I were so impressed by the quality of the guests that you found. There were educators, journalists, people in the wine trade. People were super enthusiastic. And I think it made us realize, as you said, so many wine events happen in London. People are a little jaded. And going out to other cities in the UK uh, is something that we're really going to look into. And I think that's something we'll really be doing in the future. So you can consider yourself the driving force for bringing Italian wine to parts of the UK besides London. So thanks for that. Oh, amazing. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, it was really fun to also have you here as a judge. And it was your first time judging for Five Star Wines and Wine Without Walls. And that was just a couple of weeks ago right between our Via Verona class and the Vinitaly Wine and Spirits exhibition. How did you find the judging experience go? What did you think of the of the selection and the panel that you worked with? It was an amazing experience. Um, very grateful, obviously, to, to Stevie to invite me. It was intense. It was, it was great. I, I knew, you know, uh, it was going to be 
uh, kind of intense, but it was a, an amazing two days. I'm so glad. And I'm kind of looking forward to, to next year already, <laughs> if, if, uh, if the opportunity is there. Um, the, uh, the whole experience was, uh, was obviously new to me, but at the same time on the table, uh, I was uh, lucky enough to be there with really knowledgeable experts in, in, in the sector. So um, they helped me a lot to kind of uh, guide me on, on, on getting my palette and in general the, the um, uh, direction, you know, uh, to go to. And, and um, so I really, really enjoyed it. And um, it's hard to put into words, you know, and, and when, you, when you're tasting so many wines in such a short time period and you always have to be focused in, in making sure that, you know, you, you do the best that you can and you, you judge a wine uh, in such a short time as well. Uh, can put in all the factors together and um, it's, uh, it's not easy. No, it's not. I mean, I've been a wine judge now for 10 years and it's it it doesn't get any easier as you say to limited time and I don't know if you know but 2269 wines were tasted in 2 days. Yes, yeah. quite a lot. I I I saw that uh, and yeah, it's quite a lot and I, I felt like a, a kind of sense of responsibility as well, you know, in the sense that there's a lot of work that goes behind each and every wine. Um so it's only fair that we we judge uh, the wines the best that we can, you know, we were called to, to do that. Absolutely. It's like trying to judge someone's children. It uh, it can be very personal. And I think, uh, as you pointed out, the, the five-star wines sort of format is we do have these panels. So there's the, the panel chair, and like yourself, an associate judge, someone who's new to judging. There's an enologist from Italian wines and a couple of other judges with more experience. So you do have a very rounded table. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed that. People who can guide new associate judges, the enologist who always has an interesting point of view. We we tend to find our Italian enologists mark all the wines low. <laughs> so um, that's always fun for us to deal with. And then a very knowledgeable person is the chair who writes the final notes. And it's nice because everyone gets a say, there's a bit of a conversation and a debate. And I don't think that happens in most uh, judging, which generally tends to play, take place on your own. No, it was funny as well to see how the kind of palettes worked in different ways. So on the table, we had obviously people from, from the US, from uh, other countries in, in Europe. And you can see how the, um, the Italian analogist palette always kind of went in the same direction, whereas the other guys, you know, kind of had different views on the wine, uh, which I guess is is, is good at the same time. Absolutely. And I think it's really good to share those perspectives. We had over 70 judges and we do take them from all over the world. Uh, we want Italian wine to get out into the world even more than it already is. So having an international group of judges is definitely helpful. Um, you yourself have background in Italy. I know your, your family history is in Puglia. How did you get to Wales? How did you get into wine? I am. I'm a little bit cheating here. I, I am Italian. I'm half Italian, half Welsh. I'm very lucky that my mum brought me up with two languages, so I'm bilingual. But my heart really is is, is Italian. I grew up in, in Bari, in Puglia, uh, and then I moved uh, over to Wales for university. Uh, this was over 10 years ago. And then after travelling the world a little bit, five years ago, I came back to the UK uh, and I was settled in, in, in Cardiff. So I started working in wine when I was still in Italy decided I wanted to do my own thing when I moved here to the UK. Um, and that's when, when it all started, really. Well, as I said, we saw a lot of excitement for Italian wine when we did the Venetoli Roadshow in Cardiff with you. What's the wine market like in Wales? Um, you know, I think p people tend to forget 
that Wales is its own country. It's part of the UK, uh, but it doesn't always fall into the you know hard numerical data that we get. What's the wine market like? And in particular, what's the Italian wine market like in Wales? Um, I feel like there's there's a lot that can be done uh, still. Um, historically, I think it's just been invaded with um, lower quality wines, uh, looking more at the price and the cheap. I'm talking generally here, obviously, but more, you know, it's um, more on the cheaper side. It's 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 a country maybe that drinks a little bit more beer rather than wine. And most importantly, I think we can't compare London with with the rest of the UK. I think London it's its own bubble. It's it's way ahead in terms of trends, in terms of uh, consumptions, and and um, how much consumers are willing to spend, uh, which is important. Um, so I really think um, there's, there's a lot that can be done, and we're doing as well in terms of educating uh, consumers into tasting different wines, trying new wines given them the opportunity to try new wines, uh, which I felt when I first arrived in Cardiff, um, it, the, the selection was very limited. Well, that's so important, pointing out that educational aspect. There is a need to educate consumers, especially when we're talking about Italian wine, so many different native grapes that nobody's ever heard of, uh, a lot of different structure, you know, a lot of textural white wines that people aren't used to. So, sort of banging that drum and, and explaining those things uh, is so helpful to get the message out there. What what are the top Italian wines that are selling in your shop, in your wine bar? Are you enjoying this podcast? Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, for fascinating videos covering Stevie Kim and her travels across Italy and beyond, meeting winemakers, eating local foods, and taking in the scenery. Now, back to the show. Um, really, they're the ones that we, we decide, you know, what we want to push. Um, it- Excellent. I like that. You take charge of what's selling. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's important. You know, you need to have that relationship with your customer um, and they eventually they'll trust you uh, and just open the bottles, you know, um, don't be afraid to, to open a bottle and, and give a little taste there before they actually commit to a glass. This is this is the way we think it. We we like to go. Just be flexible. Um, as fascinating as the Italian wine world is, it's, it's a complex one um, and it, it's a very daunting one, I, I guess. So when you put them in front of all these unknown or lesser known varieties, uh, it becomes really, really difficult for the consumer to, to kind of make a choice and to put them on the spot um, in, in picking which wine, you know, they want to taste. It's not easy. So they always fall back, you know, into the, the usual Pinot Grigio or Sauvignon Blanc, uh, which, um, you know, you can't sell enough here in, in the UK. Um, and that's why we we don't have a Pinot Grigio or Sauvignon Blanc in the shop. So we try and kind of look for maybe similar style wines and, and try and tempt them to, to try something different. Um, that's great. That's I like the element of control. Well, it's important because, as you say, people do go for their comfort zone. And if you can lead them a little bit out of there, there's a whole new world to discover, especially when we're talking about Italian wine. So that's that's really exciting to hear about. Yeah. And the key is to get them back to then taste something different again, you know, and, and get them curious and get them uh, to, to, to explore what we're trying to, to do here. For sure. Well, let's talk a bit for, about the Cardiff Wine Festival, because again, you were instrumental in getting that going. This will be its second edition. Fill us in. When is it? Tell us what's going on. I know I'll be speaking there, so I know about it. But uh, let's let everybody else in on the story. So the Cardiff Wine Festival was an event that we originally planned for 2020. Then obviously, we all know what happened. Um, so we've had to postpone it for a few years. And last year, um, we did the 
finally, we did the first edition, which was held at the Principality Stadium in, in Cardiff. And it was an opportunity to get the actual producers in contact with the consumers. It is a walk around tasting. We invite all the producers that we obviously work with uh, and also new producers that are willing to um, discover a new market, try something different. And it's a consumer event, uh, mainly a consumer event. Guests will grab their glass and walk around and have a chance to taste different wines. Uh, this year we'll have over 250 wines available and have an opportunity to, to actually confront themselves with the, uh, with the winemaker. That's fantastic. It's a unique opportunity they get. A lot of these people, you know, they've never been to a wine show or if they do go to a wine tasting, you know, it's never with the winemaker. I think it's a good opportunity for them to learn. Absolutely. And I, I think this really takes your, you know, your point about educating consumers even one step farther or maybe even 10 steps farther. If you can get a festival like this going with 250 wines available, you know, that's a lot of consumer attention. How many guests are you anticipating this year? So this year, around a thousand guests. Amazing. So last year we had about 500 and we've changed location as it was a sellout event last year. So we've had to turn a lot of people down. So this year we've changed location and made sure, you know, we could, we could accommodate a few more guests. Well, what's the date? So anybody who's listening, who's going to be in the UK can go. When is it? 24th of June. It's a Saturday, the 24th of June. Perfect. All right. So anybody who's listening who's going to be in the UK, 24th of June, Cardiff Wine Festival, really started and, and run by our very own Italian wine ambassador, Robert Maggi. So, and there's two sessions, uh, 1 uh, p.m. till 4 p.m. and then 5 p.m. till 8 p.m. at the Park Gates Hotel. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Robert. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening, and remember to tune in next Wednesday when I'll be chatting with another fascinating guest. Italian Wine Podcast is among the leading wine podcasts in the world and the only one with a daily show. Tune in every day and discover all our different shows. You can find us at italianwinepodcast.com, SoundCloud, Spotify, Himalaya, or wherever you get your pods.